that's weird. That's fucking weird. We should probably talk about it. There's a mystery here. Did you know that if you take melatonin, then you'll fall asleep at the right time? At the right time? Yeah. Because it makes you sleepy because that's what you release in your body to make you fall asleep. I feel like if I took that, I actually would probably, I could use that for like daytime. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I take that, I'm going to sleep forever. Probably. Maybe. Never wake up. Mm Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to take a lot, and also maybe it gives you bad dreams. Does it? I don't know. <laughs> I've I've tried it, and I feel like it probably doesn't do anything, but I think I read, like, right before I fell asleep that it would give you bad dreams, and then I had, like, really bad dreams. Oh, no. But I think that's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, if I had read that it gave you, like, really good restful sleep, yeah, then nothing bad would have happened. Yeah, you manifested that maybe. Yeah, if you fall asleep thinking, oh no, I'm going to have anxiety and bad dreams, like you're going to have bad dreams. Yeah. That's how that works. I had bad dreams last night and I didn't, all I had was Thai food, so I don't know. <laughs> That'll do that sometimes. Oh yeah? Well, spicy food gives you bad dreams. I was dreaming of like, there were so many bugs or something. There was just like, I was in like an old house and there were a shit ton of bugs and it was disgusting. Oh no. Then I woke up and I have a fucking bite on the back <gasps> of my neck. You're going to turn into Spider-Man. Can you see it? Ah, I can. Ew. Yeah. No. <laughs> so that's fun. So clearly something was crawling on me. I felt it and dreamed about it. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Burn it down. Burn down the whole house. Wow. Fucking disgusting. I hate bugs. <laughs> I know. Me too. I think I get that some of them are important or whatever, but fuck the rest of them, please. You know what? We built... Houses to get nature, to get away from nature. Exactly. So I don't understand why it keeps trying to come in. <laughs> well, they're like, hey, we would also like to be not out here. Like, you know no, what? we're trying to get away from you. Build your own house, bug. Fuck you, bugs. Come up with air conditioning yourself. One thing I can't tell, I think it's spider or mosquito. I think it's spider. Because hmm. it's not itching me. Oh, no. Like a mosquito bite would. Your face. <laughs> you're truly horrified for me, and I appreciate that. Yeah, because you're turning into Spider-Man. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, whatever. It's fine. As long as it's not like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Like, I'd like to be a cooler Spider-Man. I mean, I don't think you have much luck. You want to be Andrew Garfield? <laughs> They're all horrible. They're all horrible. The new kid is, is okay, I think. The new I kid haven't, is like 12 years old, though. I haven't seen it, so I don't actually know if he's good. Me either. I hear that he can like do flips and stuff. So that's a plus. I can't do flips now. So yeah, that'd be an upgrade. At no point, it is my understanding, in the new video, or video. movie, <laughs> in the new version, does he become an emo version of himself and do a dance? Good. So I feel like that's an improvement, obviously. No, if I'm any of them, I'm definitely going to be emo Spider-Man. Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking A. I feel like if I was Spider-Man, I would just be Tobey Maguire and Seabiscuit. <laughs> well, then, wait, wait, is Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Sorry, I was going through this in my head, but also out loud. Um, I guess if I had to be any Tobey Maguire character, I would be Nick in The Great Gatsby because it's my favorite, or it used to be my favorite book. Oh, wow. Though that version of oh, the movie is Oh, we're just taking ones that we like now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it took me too long to hear that. <laughs> Like, I heard it, didn't process, then came back to it. <laughs> Fucking sea biscuit. Christy. You're wild. Oh, man. 
The best part about those Spider-Mans is that the... Spider-Man, <laughs> plural. Who's the guy in... Um, whoever the guy in that 70s show who's like a discount version of Tobey Maguire. He's like the TV version of Tobey Maguire. Oh, Topher Grace? Topher Grace. Yes. My favorite part about the Spider-Mans is that I couldn't tell those two guys apart. One of them was clearly like a knockoff version of him. And in one of the Spider-Mans, he plays like a knockoff version of him. Is he in the Spider-Man movies? Yeah, there's one Did where... Did I not know this? Um, I think it's the one with Venom. And he's the guy that is Venom. It gets Venomed or something. Is that also the emo one? Probably. Oh, my God. Yeah, those got bad. What the they fuck? They got really bad. I kind of liked the first one. I don't know why we're talking about Spider-Man still. I kind of <laughs> liked the first one. We just one. have many episodes of where we're <laughs> doing recaps. <laughs> Let's talk about something pop weird. culture. Yeah. Uh... What this is episode thirty six? Yeah, we've made it this far. Wow! Sorry that our last episode last week was late. That's my bad. <laughs> Christy tried to wrangle me, and I could not be wrangled. That was my bad. Yeah. Um, I feel like I didn't try to wrangle you. I just said it's okay. You're tired. Let's just do it later. <laughs> I'll just do it another day. It's fine. But to be fair, that is my version of wrangling people. I just don't. It's true. You didn't let me out of it because I was like, well, we could just not. And you're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna do an episode. <laughs> we'll just do it later. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's an option. That's good. Uh, we're doing the most. We're we're trying. Yeah. Y- you try having a weekly podcast about creepy things that you don't get paid to do, and you just do because it's fun. <laughs> sound I made it that sound sounds bad, great. but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make it sound like a burden. It's not. <laughs> it's not at all. You tried meeting up with your friend once a week because it's fun and hanging out with them and talking about things you want to. <laughs> oh, I guess. Okay, that sounds fine. Yeah, what wow. a struggle. Oh, my gosh. The struggle is not real at all. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is that's weird. Mm-hmm. And um, I lost track of where my notes are. Oh, here they are. Oh, They're no. literally in front of my face. Great. Well, well, what are you going to tell me about? I'm going to tell you about a fucking murder, Christy. I <gasps> hope you're ready. I'm ready. Actually, it's several murders. What? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you about the Lake Bodum murders. So in, I feel like this is how every single episode starts. I know. In June of 1960. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to set the stage and the mm-hmm. stage is literally just what month and year it happened. <laughs> Nothing else goes into it. I know. And also, it's at Lake Bodum, apparently. Yeah, you're, yeah. there you go. I mean, I assume. I don't know. Yeah. Because I never know what you're talking about, <laughs> even when it's the most famous thing. Yeah, I feel like this one is pretty well known, too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fucking see. Okay. Ugh. All right. In uh, June of 1960, it's not funny. Uh, four teenagers were camping near a lake in Finland, and this is one of the many reasons why you don't camp. Uh, sometime between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m., someone stabbed and bludgeoned them while they slept, killing three of them and wounding the fourth. So the killer actually never entered the tent, but instead attacked them with a knife and some kind of blunt weapon through the roof and walls. So imagine just fucking sleeping in your tent and someone starts, like, hitting you or stabbing you through the outside of the tent. What? That is my actual, literal nightmare. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why. And like, I don't know. It's a tent. You can't unzip it. 
Well, right. It's like that person maybe didn't want to see who they were killing. Well, like, how do you even know if you killed anyone? True, you don't. You're just fucking going for it. That sounds dumb. (laughs) It's dumb and honestly just awful. If I if I'm gonna murder somebody, at least I want it to be confirmed that that you killed them. Yeah. Yeah, you should get some kind of confirmation. Should, like figure out and like you just stabbed a tent. That's you just stabbed a tent, and then your tent started bleeding. Oh yeah, the tent. I've got pictures of the tent <gasps> that I'm gonna post on our. Oh no. On our uh, the show notes. That's weird.org. It's like really gross looking. Oh obviously. no. Um. So the killer after. Um, like stabbing them through the tent or whatever. He though okay, so this is where it really doesn't make sense. I, now that I've like I've read all of this, I've written all of it, and now that we're talking about it, I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? You're right. That doesn't fucking make any sense. Yeah. So he kills them outside of the tent, but then he must have opened it because he steals their clothes and wallets. Like it's just some somebody that wants to rob people, and so they're just like hitting the tent and hoping they get everything inside there and then they open it up and try and steal their stuff see that would almost make sense but only if like if you're stabbing then that's a bit much that's a but lot if you're trying to knock people out you know maybe like hit them if you find the heads in the tent how creepy is this oh my, oh my god. god what if you're sleeping and you just feel someone like <gasps> touching you through oh, the tent like trying to find where your oh head is no. and then like hitting you oh my god oh no fuck everything uh that hurts my stomach to think about but that makes sense then you knock them out and then you steal their wallets but also if you're real sneaky they're asleep can't just fucking yeah. use the knife to like slice the tent real uh, quietly and then just like reach in grab their stuff and leave well you have to hurt them oh my god okay we've gone wow we've gone somewhere else. and also like when you hit like don't hit people to knock them out <laughs> hey, hey but also just don't because like they're gonna die like most of the time people just die when you hit them in the head i think I assume. Yeah, head injuries are no joke. Head injuries, like, just murder people. That's how you murder someone on accident. Fuck. Is you think you're going to knock them out. Yeah. And then and you then don't. You fucking murder them. <laughs> uh, people okay. are so fragile. There's, we're just bags of meat. Oh, no. Like, covered in skin, and there's, like, some bones to keep us upright, but everything else, like, it's disgusting. When you think about what a human is, it's, like, so <laughs> gross. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> Uh, this episode already <laughs> sorry yeah <laughs> to everyone i'm so sorry you're listening to this uh okay the killer then stole their wallets some of their clothing before running off into the darkness into the night or early morning whatever uh, a couple of young boys claimed to have seen someone leaving the murder site uh they saw that he was blonde and a man but didn't get a good enough look to really give a description these boys were the ones who discovered the collapsed and bloody tent and called the authorities yikes so at first when i was reading about this murder i assumed all the teens were like inside the tent yeah because that's what it makes it sound like but i guess only two of them were inside when the attack happened and the other two were outside and found on top of it or i guess they could have all been there and then like he murdered them and then he when he was getting clothes and wallets like pulled a couple of them out what who the fuck knows um but like he murdered some outside of it and then heard people rustling in the tent being like what the fuck and just started like hitting at the tent (laughs) we both did the same motion of like oh god (laughs) oh my god uh yeah Uh, okay yes two outside two 
inside the girl that was outside it was two girls and two boys the girl that was outside was found undressed below the waist Uh. yeah and she was killed the most savagely like she was stabbed the most why does everybody have to do that (laughs) who's everybody (laughs) i don't know like murderers yeah just these gd murderers they're so predictable (laughs) um yeah so it was later revealed that the girl that was on the outside was the girlfriend of the only survivor one of them survived yeah so three of them were were killed and one survived and the two that were in the tent died for sure that was a boy and a girl two on the outside and the other boy and the girl the girl died and it was like the most savage of the three that died and then the boy did not die but he was was on the outside being like ow someone stabbed me that guy did it 100 (laughs) percent, that guy fucking did it oh my god i know uh, yeah, it was later revealed that she was the girlfriend of the only survivor who was the other teenager outside the tent. I already said this. Uh, his name was Niels. I don't know. N-I-L-S. How do you pronounce that? Hmm. Neil? Yeah, like Nil- Nils. Nils? Whatever. It's Finland. You know what? I'm not from Finland. I don't understand. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so you know how I said that the killer took some of their clothes? Mm-hmm. Well, Niels's shoes were found quite a ways from the tent thanks to a trail of bloody footprints. But for some strange reason, instead of thinking that Niels did it, uh, authorities assumed that the killer took his shoes, Niels' shoes, and then walked away and left that bloody scene. And then he noticed he was like trailing blood and like hopped out of those shoes and just went on his way. <laughs> huh. Who are these policemen? Come on. Wow. Now. Come on. Come on, police. Yeah. Um, so it actually took 44 years before Niels was arrested and accused of murdering his friends. He went to trial in 2005. This happened in 1960. What? Uh, and at that time, they collected DNA, or they had stuff that had DNA, um, but didn't know how to test it. So when it finally went to trial in 2005, DNA was surprisingly preserved and used in the trial. And even though the only DNA found at the scene was that of the four teenagers involved Niels was somehow acquitted of all charges. So, like, they did not find DNA of anybody else. So it was him. But he was acquitted. He claimed to have memory loss from that night and couldn't remember anything. But he also knows for sure that he didn't do it. Oh, he absolutely <laughs> did it. He's like, look, I can't remember anything. But, like, I didn't do it. Of course he did. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Niels. Niels. I, I know. Uh, there, there were other suspects, though, not just Niels, including a mysterious man who was spotted at the teenager's funeral. Ooh. Um, like, no one could identify him, no family, no friends. And he looks weird. Like, I'll post that in the show notes, too. He just has, like, a weird face. You have a picture of him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but he doesn't look like a real person. I'll show you that. But, oh, and it also, so the reason why they noticed that man at the funeral was because those little boys, even though they couldn't give a description, they still, like, tried. And that's why... They came up with like some weird deformed looking face. But then there was a man at the funeral that looked like that. So that's why authorities were like, oh, the fuck? Like maybe those boys actually did see him. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, so that guy was a suspect. Wow. Sorry, Niels. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Niels. Um, and there was an alleged KGB spy who around the time of the murders, like walked into a hospital covered in blood, was acting fucking crazy. He had blonde hair. And as soon as, like, word kind of came out about the murders and, like, the little boy seeing a man with blonde hair, he, he, like, shaved his head and was, like, being really creepy and weird. And he lived five minutes from where this happened. So that guy was a suspect. Yeah. There's also two fishermen who were spotted near the crime scene 
at the time of the murders, but never came forward. Like, even though 40 years passed where they were like, hey, fishermen, if you were at Lake Bodum at the, on this day, this time, yeah, maybe come forward. You saw something or maybe you are those people. Uh, but those guys never came forward. Then there was a local kiosk keeper, which sounds like a, someone who works in a mall. I don't really know. Maybe. Yeah. He's, he's I'm sorry. An entrepreneur. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, this guy the sunglass hat guy exactly <laughs> Finland's version of the sunglass hat guy uh, he confessed to the murders at some point shortly before drowning himself in the very same lake what yeah he like confessed and then killed himself his confession was however dismissed by the police due to his wife providing him an alibi for the night or the morning of the murders however his wife also said that she was scared of her husband and he had threatened to kill her if she told anyone the truth but if he was dead why the fuck would she care i don't understand hmm. that one yeah hmm like she was too scared to say anything but then he was dead so then you can say something well maybe she couldn't say anything before oh yeah i guess that's maybe what it meant and then she was like later after he died she was like actually yeah i just was afraid to say anything well then why not say oh yeah that alibi was fake or something i don't fucking know i don't know well, I still maybe think she'd Niels get in trouble. It. Yeah, true. I'm still I'm still Team Niels. Team Niels? Yeah, that guy. I just think it's a little... That is pretty suspicious. Too convenient. Like, what kind of injuries did he have? They didn't say anything about him being stabbed. Oh. They said he was, like, bludgeoned. Like, he had, like, bruises and stuff. I've seen too many TV shows <laughs> where somebody gets murdered and then somebody else also got shot but they made it out or stabbed or whatever the murder weapon was they also got that and they were the person who murdered them exactly it makes the most sense yeah honestly because like he would maybe he got mad at his girlfriend or who knows they were also drinking these teenagers and i guess ever since the murders um neils refuses to drink so maybe he what it's like he's never drank again in his life and again he claims he doesn't remember anything like he's some kind of like psychopath that like wants to be good but is a real mean drunk i guess in like real mean that's pretty weird that he's oh also when when he was acquitted he made finland pay him money for like damages so not only did he not he's gone 40 years without being accused finally goes to trial gets acquitted and then the they actually like pay him to say sorry. Wow. But I still think he did it. The perfect crime. The perfect crime. Niels did it. Um, also, the murder weapons were never found. Obviously, that didn't help in finding the real murderer. No. To this day, the case and the crime remains officially unsolved. I feel like either he did it or all of those people that you listed were involved in some sort of hellmouth bullshit. Hellmouth. <laughs> And they just all had to keep quiet so that everybody didn't know that the rest of those teenagers got, like, possessed by demons and that Niels had to kill them. Yeah, some weird shit. To save the world. There's he's Buffy, basically, he's in this Buffy? situation. Niels is Buffy? Maybe. Wow, okay. Or That's a bold statement. Of he's a fucking psychopath that murdered his girlfriend <sighs> and also his friends to keep them quiet about it. I'm trying to picture how it happens. Because if he, if they're like outside, 
and he like starts killing her on top of the tent. Wouldn't the people inside wake up? Yeah. And can they not get out because they're blocking it? Mm. And then he starts like hitting the outside hitting of the and tent. Stabbing the tent randomly. Right. And turns out that that murders people pretty effectively. <laughs> turns out great way to murder. Stop someone. doing that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I could see that. I guess I could see it. Yeah. It just seemed, but I feel like they would be able to get out or stop it or move or something. I feel like you always feel like you ought to be able to like do something. Right. And but who knows? You can't. You're going to get murdered. Yeah. Pretty much as is most situations in life. Then I think about how hard it is to get out of a tent when nothing is obstructing you. Yeah. And you just have to fucking unzip it. Uh, and I still struggle with that. So maybe not. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, and also if somebody starts like hitting you inside the tent, like what are you going to be able to get out? Yeah. You're just squiggling against like some fabric that's being pressed down against you while you're being stabbed. Horrifying. Horrifying. Every time I think about like when people get like murdered in that way or, you know, just one person against another person, they murder somebody. I always think like, it's fucking hard to even get out from under being like tickled by someone. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's yeah. horrifying. I, I feel like we have to go take a self-defense class or something. We really should. <laughs> yeah. It's scary shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the Lake Bodum murder. Well, I hate that. It makes me feel weird. And uh, I don't want to ever go camping again. You're welcome. I'm now I'm afraid of both camping and also everyone I know and trust. So thanks. As you should be. (laughs) Trust no one, Christy. This is why you should be watching the X-Files. You would learn that trust no one is what you're supposed to feel about life. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Great. Cool. You can trust Scully, but that's it. And even sometimes not her. (gasps) Wow. I didn't I haven't watched that far I know I I thought I could always trust her I know and really you can but Mulder's a dick don't worry about it well I need that I could tell (laughs) I could tell I could tell look on his face yeah um what are you talking about this episode (laughs) all right I'm talking about sin eating sin eating like s-i-n yes what the fuck is that um so first of all (laughs) I'm doing this topic because I remember learning about this topic as a child who let me find out about sin eating when I was a small kid. I don't know, but I Googled it because I have this like really vivid memory of like um, this exact scene of somebody like eating someone's sins. I'll explain what that means in Ew, a second. Oh yeah. What? But so basically a, um, a sin eater is like a, well, it, it happens in a lot of cultures, actually, in some form. But the one I'm talking about is, like, from, like, the south of England and also Wales. And it's, like, basically there's some dude who's kind of shunned and uh, until somebody dies. And then you call him and he comes to your house and you put, like, some bread on the dead person's chest. And he shows up. And, like, whispers some magic words and, like, eats the bread and, like, drinks some, like, I don't know, ale or something. And uh, then they pay him and he fucks off back to his hermit hole. (laughs) He fucks off. (laughs) No one talks to him. And he, I 
symbolically or literally, if you believe in that sort of thing, ate the person's, consumed the other person's sins after they died. Wow. And the reason for this is, number one, no one wants to go to hell, and number two, to prevent people from coming back from the dead because that dude just ate all your your grudges and your unfinished business and your sins. Oh, so you have no reason to come so back. So no reason to come back to that. And um, during the time that they were doing this, for the most part, the church at the time sort of had a monopoly on like absolving people of their sins. So I guess it was like, you're not really supposed to do that. It's considered like like heathen, like, like witchcraft sort of. Um, but people still did it, obviously, because it was a, a thing. Right. Um, the last sin eater in Shropshire, England, died in 1906, and he's got a grave. His name is Richard Munslow, and it, it says, like, specific stuff about the practice, basically just exactly what I said. Christy, I'm about to become a sin eater. Oh, yeah? You get to live by yourself. <laughs> away from people right and they call you when they're gonna feed you and give you like some bread and a beverage it's true all you have to do is say some funny stuff and eat the food and then they pay you as well right well you have to sit next to a a dead corpse and eat well that sounds kind of cool too (laughs) you're like that's spooky as hell i'm in morticians do that every day they could be getting um i mean are they aware of this are they, do they know about this practice? Are they allowed to do this? Am I allowed to be contracted out by a mortician to do exactly. this? Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, if you don't believe in hell or you're not, like, a little bit worried about it. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'd take that on, like, on the off chance that people who believe in that are right. Um, no, yeah, I don't have that problem. But I found out that the reason why I knew about this was because when I was a kid, I always watched the Night Gallery, which is like a horror supernatural version of the Twilight Zone. In many people's opinion, much worse than the Twilight Zone. In my opinion, much better. I've never heard of it. It's um, I mean, it's still Rod Serling, and but he walks through a gallery, and then each picture is the story. And it's these, like, spooky-ass stories. I'm pretty sure that's the only reason why I knew about that um, that Edgar Allan Poe story where somebody gets bricked up and they die inside of a bricked-up room. Oh, okay. Um, that was an episode one time. And this other episode was called The, the Sins of the Father. And it's, like, there's a kid whose his dad was a sin eater and he has to eat his dad, all his dad's sins, carry it on. Oh, damn. So that, you know. Runs in the family, huh? Yeah. I guess. Uh, that show sounds awesome. Um, It's great. I loved The Night Gallery. It was real good. I don't care what anybody says. I'll probably rewatch it and think that it's awful because I was literally like 10 when I right. was watching it on like Sci-Fi Channel when I was a kid. <laughs> Did Sci-Fi Channel exist back then? Uh, I don't know. That sounds cool. Probably. Maybe I was 12. Who knows? But we definitely had cable, and we definitely watched The Night Gallery. Did you watch Tales from the Crypt? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I watched The Night Gallery more. Okay. Because I was scared of the host of Tales from the Crypt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to watch that. I was afraid <laughs> of it. I was very scared. That guy was scary as fuck. Um... So yeah, so so that's what sin eating is, is you eat somebody's 
sins. Um, and it's like a, um, on Wikipedia, it doesn't even talk about this specific, like the specific version of like where you literally eat bread over a body. It's just like, you know, everybody has a version of this and it's like not a very well studied portion of folklore, but like, um, like there's an Aztec goddess that kind of does that when you, you die, you like confess your sins to her and she like eats them. Or something like that. That's crazy. And like, uh, oh, like Jesus is like <laughs> sin eater number one. Oh, also this guy. <laughs> Apparently, like he just, um, you know, gets everybody's sins. He didn't eat anything, I don't think. But I'm not very well versed. I'm, I'm literally a heathen. <laughs> I don't know any of these stories very well. Um, I just found out from this that scapegoat is a real thing that originated in like the old testament and that's another kind of version of this where like jewish people on yom kippur would like symbolically put their sins on a goat and then just be like okay bye and release them into the wild and that's what a scapegoat is oh my gosh yeah that kind of happened in the in the leftovers in the season finale oh, of the leftovers they, they did that there was like a it, someone did it as like a wedding Oh. It was part of a wedding tradition. They like put a bunch of beads, like Mardi Gras beads, on a goat for all of their like bad decisions or something, and then they released the goat into the Australian outback. Oh, yeah, that's literally what a scapegoat is. That's nuts. Um, and also like, uh, people in Bavaria apparently still like when somebody dies, they put a cake on the dead person's chest, and their closest relative eats some of the cake. Oh, see, now this this sounds like something I could do. And, like, Danish people hand out, like, cookies with, like, the dead person's initials on it at the funeral or something. And, like, every wake has food and drink. Like, everybody does that. Yeah. So, um, I guess all that is kind of from, like, people symbolically sin-eating or something like that. I want to be the type of sin-eater that gets the cake. Gets cake. <laughs> That sounds cool. Except I don't think that I don't think that people think that they're eating that person's sins. I think that they're just disconnectedly being like, this is what we always do. It's the death cake or whatever. <laughs> this is the death cake. Ever heard of it? But it's like clearly sort of like that, too. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's like a spooky gig that you can do <laughs> if you want. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's real weird. Um. And it's a weird thing, like, I don't know. I just have this, like, really vivid image of what it is in my head. And, like, the concept of, like, just that you can eat everybody's sins. And I don't even know what that means. But <laughs> but you can do it. But so. you can do it. So why not? Are you going to have someone do that for you when you die? Obviously, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Maybe it'll be me. Maybe. We'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> Not if you got rabies. That's true. Oh, yeah. Mm. I might have rabies. But maybe if I got rabies and you didn't. Then, yeah, I'll do it for sure. Perfect. I'll do the cake version and they won't even have to pay me. For you, Christy, it's on the house. I wow. just want the cake. That sounds great. <laughs> I'm touched. You're, you're welcome in advance. <laughs> Thanks. I can't imagine what sins you would have that I would have uh, to eat. I don't know. I mean, like, it depends. If people who believe in uh, sin eating and believe in, like, church things um, 
are right than like all of them because I wasn't even <laughs> baptized and I don't believe in anything. Oh, geez. So I got to start all the way back then. Like I'm a hut. Like it's like I'm definitely going to hell. But if like Dante's Inferno is right, then I'll be in the level with all the like pagan babies and bees following you around. <laughs> pagan babies and bees. <laughs> hey, doesn't sound too bad. That oh. sounds fine. Bees are pretty cute. I like bees. Babies are cute. Eh. Ish. It's debatable. Um, animals, I think, go there. Animals? animals Pretty sure. shouldn't have to go there. There should be an animal heaven where they all go. Well, it's like an area where it's like they don't have souls. So, like, if you, <laughs> if you, anybody who died before Christianity, because obviously you didn't get the option, mm-hmm. um, and anything that doesn't have a soul, but I guess apparently goes to hell. Maybe I'm making up the animal thing just to make myself feel better. Um, if dogs don't have souls, then neither do I. <laughs> I mean, same. Dogs are precious, sweet baby angels. Oh, all dogs go to heaven. Exactly. Actually, you know. Um, I, I don't believe in real heaven, but I believe in dog heaven because it just isn't fair. It's true. I, I feel like, like heaven would be awful if it's what people think it's going to be. Like you get everything you want. You don't really, nothing changes. You don't do anything. By necessity, you have to be isolated from other people because other people are fucking awful sometimes. The worst. And if everything has to be good, then you can't see other people and that would be hell. I picture heaven a lot like Seattle and like everyone's wearing sandals. There's clouds. (laughs) People are very nice. Wow. Yeah. You get everything you want for the most part. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, isn't there like some quotes like hell is living or something hell like is that? other people oh hell is is that what i was thinking of yeah hmm. i don't know then the teenage the teenage angst anthem hell is other people of course is that from a 90s movie because that makes sense to me i feel like it's uh, i feel like i ought to know who said it and it's somebody who writes things <laughs> it was like a philosopher or something yeah it probably was cool but you know <laughs> whatever let's just say i said it there you go that's much more contemporary i can get down with that yeah i mean i didn't i thought it was something else entirely so basically (laughs) you just taught it to me so now you are the author in my mind wow yeah uh i'm in hell right now (laughs) (laughs) please end this podcast i am in hell i'm in hell Right now, this is what it is for me, <laughs> is trying to explain myself and not knowing what I'm trying to say. It is, yes. I'm so glad we have a a podcast to do that on and not just privately in our own homes. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So anyway. Yeah. That's what it is. That's sin eating. That's my whole, whole bit. Cool. It actually wasn't as long as I thought it was going to be. I didn't actually think it was going to be that long either. <laughs> It was both not that long from the beginning and also not as long as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was just, um, it's like a tidbit, but it was real weird. So I wanted to have an episode on it anyway. I like when you teach me stuff because now I know what sin eating is and I know the origin of the scapegoat. Wow. So thanks a lot, Christy. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, as always, we'll have show notes up at uh, that's weird.org. Mm-hmm. And stuff on um, Instagram and Twitter at That's Weird Cast. Yep, we're on there sometimes. Yeah, occasionally. Occasionally. Feel free to rate, review, subscribe if you want. I mean, whatever, live your life. <laughs> <laughs>
And I guess that's it. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.